Hello, everyone, and welcome to Prevent That, a podcast brought to you by the Prevention Resource Center Region 3. The Prevention Resource Center, or PRC3, serves as the central data collection repository and substance misuse prevention training liaison for the Texas Health and Human Services Commission Region 3. The PRC3 is housed at the Recovery Resource Council in Dallas and serves the following 19 North Texas counties. Collin, Cook, Dallas, Denton, Erath, Fannin, Grayson, Hood, Hunt, Johnson, Kaufman, Navarro, Palo Pinto, Parker, Rockwall, Somerville, Tarrant, and Wise. Hi, my name is Victoria Moreno, and I'm the Tobacco Prevention Coordinator here at the PRC3. Today, we'll be talking about World No Tobacco Day. World No Tobacco Day is an annual international public health holiday that informs the public on the many dangers of tobacco use. It was created by the World Health Organization, or the WHO, to fight the tobacco epidemic globally and encourage people everywhere to fight for their health and protect the future generations. To put this into perspective, about 1.3 billion tobacco users exist worldwide. Although that number is alarming, what's most frightening is that that number would be much, much larger if tobacco didn't kill half of its users. In fact, every four seconds, tobacco takes a life. Without a doubt, we can see here this is a huge, huge problem, not just in the United States, but globally. This year's theme is Commit to Quit. The COVID-19 pandemic has completely transformed all of our lives and added an array of stressors. Although the pandemic has encouraged millions of tobacco users to quit, the increased social and economic pressures has only made the quitting journey more difficult. Worldwide, around 780 million people make efforts to quit, but only about 30% have access to the tools they need to get them there. This year, the WHO is committed to providing the resources needed for successful quit attempts. So before we talk more about the resources that the WHO provides and um, some tips to help you get started on your successful quit journey or or, um, something that you can take to your friends or uh, family members that um, are looking to start their journey is starting to talk about the benefits of, uh, the benefits that one may reap or the rewards um, once someone quits smoking. I know um, many times smokers think that The rewards to quitting might take years, and that is true, but what they don't know sometimes is that some of those rewards and benefits can be seen within minutes of quitting. So within 20 minutes, the heart rate and blood pressure drop. Within 12 hours, the carbon monoxide level in the blood drops to normal. Within 2 to 12 weeks, the circulation is greatly improved and lung function increases. In one to nine months, coughing and shortness of breath begin to decrease. Within a year, risk of coronary heart disease is about half that of a smoker's. In five years, stroke risk is reduced to that of a non-smoker five to 15 years after quitting. In 10 years, the risk of lung cancer falls to about half that of a smoker. And risk of cancer of the mouth, throat, esophagus, bladder, cervix, and pancreas decrease. In 15 years, the risk of coronary heart disease is that of a non-smokers. So obviously, 
some of the greater rewards come in many, many years of quitting, but many rewards can be seen within minutes, hours, few short weeks. Another question people commonly have or, or might think about is um, people of all ages who have already developed smoking-related health problems, can they still benefit from quitting? And the answer is yes. So benefits in comparison to those who have continued. So at about age 30, you can gain almost 10 years of life expectancy. At 40, gain about nine years of life expectancy. At 50, gain six years of life expectancy. And at 60, gain about three years of life expectancy. And after the onset of life-threatening disease, rapid benefit um, is given and, and shown to people who quit smoking after having a heart attack, um, reduce their chances of having another heart attack by 50%. So anyone at any age can benefit greatly from quitting tobacco. Another question people commonly think about or, or have is how does quitting smoking affect children who are exposed to secondhand smoke? We've all um, may have heard of secondhand smoke and, and we easily begin to think about kids and, and other non-smokers in our lives and the effect that that secondhand smoke has on them. And quitting, uh, quitting smoking decreases the access risk of many diseases related to secondhand smoke in children, such as respiratory diseases, examples might be asthma, and ear infections. So um, those around a smoker, those around um, those that do use tobacco would also greatly benefit from that um, decreased risk of so many of those respiratory diseases and other infections. Um, something else to think about, are there any other benefits to quitting smoking? A lot of people instantly think of those health benefits that I shared, but of course quitting smoking reduces the chances of impotence, having difficulties with um, getting pregnant, premature births, babies with low birth weights, and miscarriage. So um, in addition to a lot of those um, chronic illnesses and heavy respiratory and, and heart and blood and, and cancers and infections, one can see many, many rewards when it comes to um, starting a family and, and raising healthy infants. Um, so before we talk about the smoking cessation resources, I wanted to share some resources from the WHO on how to start that quitting journey. So... Um, the quit journey all starts with the quit plan, and the WHO recommends the STAR method, or S for set a quit date, T for tell your friends, A for anticipate challenges, and R for remove tobacco products from your environment. So the first one, set a quit date. It's important to set a quit date as soon as possible. Giving yourself a short period to quit will keep you focused and motivated to achieve your goal. And, and this day can be any day. It could, I know some people to try to push it out to be their birthday or anniversary, but it could be any random Monday, Tuesday, um, Saturday. It's actually best for it to be quick, as, as quick as possible. T, for tell your friends, family, and coworkers. So it's also important to um, share this in initiative, share this, this process and this journey with your friends, your family, and your coworkers. 
um, it's important to share this with them because you interact with them most likely the most often. So um, they can also serve as a support for you and you can ask them for support. Uh, they can remind you of your goals to quit and encourage you to not give in to temptations like cravings. Um, by sharing this with your friends, family, and coworkers, you might also inspire some of them who smoke to create a journey or a quit plan with you. And having a quit buddy is a great way to keep both of you accountable and on track to quitting. You can also ask them for understanding. If you have friends or family that do smoke, it is a good idea to ask them to refrain from uh, smoking when you're around. A is for anticipate challenges to the upcoming quit attempt. So, as you might already know, <laughs> quitting tobacco is definitely not an easy thing to do. So already wanting to quit smoking and creating a quit plan and anticipating your quit journey is such a brave and courageous uh, thing to do for, for really committing to that goal. It's important that you anticipate the triggers and challenges that might be along the way in your journey. So particularly during the first few weeks. The first few days and weeks will be the hardest due to potential nicotine withdrawal symptoms as well as the obstacles presented by breaking any habit. And then R, for remove tobacco products from your environment. So as important it is for you to inform your friends and family and coworkers that you are, are starting your quit journey and asking them for understanding and to not trying not to smoke around you, you can also try your best to remove those tobacco products from your environment, from your home, from your car. It's important to minimize exposure to those smoking cues that might trigger those temptations and cravings. So if the tobacco products are still around, you'll be more tempted to pick them up and, and, and use them, right? So it's best to rid yourself of such temptations by making a smoke-free home. Avoiding smoking areas and asking your peers not to smoke around you. If you live with other smokers who are not ready to quit, um, ask them for understanding. Ask them if they can maybe perhaps smoke outside the home. Um, whatever it takes, that smoke-free environment is so, so important to your success. And really, in all, look at each quit attempt as a learning process. Each time you learn what doesn't work for you and how you can be more successful the next time. You should know that it's common for smokers trying to quit to make multiple attempts before they're successful. But they do achieve success eventually, and you will too. So do not feel discouraged. It is definitely a difficult journey, difficult challenge. But reward yourself on the fact that you are willing to start this journey, committed to start this journey, and um, be ready for the next attempt if needed. Improve, another thing that might help is to improve negative uh, moods towards quitting. So many smokers associate fear, stress, and anxiety with trying to quit. However, if you surround yourself with the proper support, like we talked about earlier, your friends, your family, your coworkers, and maintain a healthy lifestyle by eating well, exercising, getting enough sleep, you'll find that those stressors, fears, and anxiety that you are anticipating can be properly managed. So if you do begin to feel any of those things, 
try to find other coping mechanisms. Uh, some, some of those coping mechanisms might be yoga, meditation, um, exercise, just some things to help rid of those um, negative mood swings that, that might occur. And this goes along with what I mentioned earlier about anticipating those challenges and what you can do, what, what can be the solution to those temptations, those cravings, what can be the solution to that anger, that fear, that anxiety, those feelings that come with quitting. So as we approach the end of our podcast, I want to recommend some smoking cessation resources. So in addition to all of the amazing resources the WHO offers, uh, please make sure to take a look at those. You can, you can visit those resources um, by, by visiting the um, WHO website. If you just look in your browser for uh, WHO World No Tobacco Day 2021, there will be tons and tons of resources that are really amazing. If you want to read more on the STAR approach method for developing your quit plan, also a great idea. They can all be found on their website. Other options include smokefree.gov and the Texas Tobacco Quit Line, or 1-877-YES-QUIT. Additionally, the Texas Tobacco Quit Line provides two weeks of nicotine replacement therapy to qualifying participants. The nicotine replacement therapy choices are gums, patches, and lozenges. I hope this information helped you feel motivated, focused, and determined to hop on your quit date and begin your journey. And that's Prevent That for this month. I'm Victoria Moreno, and because our prevention messaging does not stop when the podcast ends, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are at PRC Region 3, and there you will find more helpful information for your friends and family. See you next month. Thank you.